As the saying goes, if you've seen one army base, you've seen one army base. But now the army has a single mobile app that tries to tell soldiers, civilians, and retirees pretty much everything they might need to know about their local installation, no matter where they happen to be. It is called Digital Garrison, and it launched across its first 60 installations this month, with more to come. Scott Malcolm is Director of Public Affairs for Army Installation Management Command, and he joins us now to talk more about Digital Garrison. And Scott, thanks for joining us. And, and for starters, talk with us a little bit about why the Army decided to do this at the IMCOM level uh, rather than at the individual garrison level. Uh, that's a good way to start because um, we did it at the IMCOM level and not at the garrison level because we needed an enterprise solution. We needed a, a solution that would work for all garrisons because what we found was last summer, every garrison commander desired a mobile app to help provide information about their installation for people that access the services on it. And several garrison commanders using their initiative went out and secured local solutions. And unfortunately, they, were, they lacked consistency through all those apps in terms of security, standardization, cost, and such. And so we wanted to develop uh, an enterprise solution that we could provide to all garrisons that we knew would be secure in terms of FISMA compliance, Federal Information Security Management Act, you know, the cybersecurity types of concerns. We wanted uh, to make sure that what we provided was secure. So, but back to your point about why MCOM and not garrisons, we wanted to leverage just the power of the network. So we've got a network now of uh, 70 standardized public-facing websites at our garrisons. And we've developed a way that all that data there can feed into the app through an API. We, the app is also fed by armymwr.com. All of the uh, Army Morale, Welfare, and Recreation services are displayed on that network, armymwr.com, and that network feeds the app. And then also the network of Army Air Force Exchange Services facilities, retail facilities and dining facilities that are on our installations are also represented. So it, it provides a holistic picture of all the services that are represented on any given installation. Just this last week, we added a basic uh, capability to link to commissaries as well. We've got hundreds of thousands of people, literally, access Army installations around the world every day. And I think almost every one of them has a phone in their pocket. And Digital Garrison is going to provide them up-to-date information and facilitate access to a full array of on-post services that are going to add value to their lives. And so we just encourage everybody who's out there that, that accesses uh, Army installations, either for work, play, shopping, training, whatever, uh, to go to the App Store, search for Digital Garrison, and download it. And I think that you'll find that it's going to add value to the time that you spend on Army installations. Yeah, and, and by, by virtue of the fact that you're feeding the app via APIs, I guess the, the, the big virtue of that is it doesn't create any new workload for installation-level public affairs folks. And, and actually, it probably takes some workload off because they're no longer maintaining their own apps, which, frankly, the ones I've seen have not been all that great. Yeah, so this is a real big benefit of the way we've designed Digital Garrison, and that is when a webmaster or a garrison PAO or a director of FMWR on a garrison updates the information on their website. When they hit enter, it automatically feeds the app, and there is no more 
labor or time or energy spent by that person to update additional sites. As a matter of fact, we are moving toward a system when garrison PAOs enter announcements, for example, they can also click a box so it'll feed their social media sites as well. We're all about minimizing uh, follow-on uh, labor costs for our folks. This is obviously something that MCOM can't do on its own, but is, are there any plans or are you looking at all at consolidating this new app with the various other Army apps that are out there? Because there are several. I mean, you've got one for IPSA, you've got a separate one for housing, to eventually get soldiers to the point where there really is a one-stop shop in one app. So yes and no. We've, we, there is a balance that we've got to strike. We don't want the app to try and do everything because then it won't do what it does well. I hope that makes sense. So we've, we've got to take an appetite suppressant on connecting it to everything. But for example, uh, I know that the Army is working on a sponsorship app, and that's a good thing. But right now in Digital Garrison, uh, depending on the garrison that you choose, you'll be able to, right from the, the one click away, you'll be able to go to installation newcomer page for that garrison. So that's a start. So we, we're, we're going to get after um, some of those things. by con uh, We connect now with, with how our RCI partner housing apps. So, for example, if you're in the app and you're on Fort Riley and your RCI privatized company is Corvius, when you find housing in the installation directory, one of the options that you can choose will take you right to Corvius Fort Riley. So it can link to our privatized companies. We're still working on on a capability inside the Army to have either an app or a, a web function to provide those same services like submitting work orders and checking status and all that. The Army's working on a, uh, an app for government-owned housing and barracks, but we're not there yet. I think, believe we're still a few months out on that one. And when that happens, Digital Garrison will link to it. And I, I know you piloted this earlier this year, back I think in the January timeframe with just a few installations. What, what did you learn out of that process and how did it inform the, the final go live here in August? So in January, we actually did a smaller beta test with people that were a small group of about 50 people that were involved in the, in the project. And then in March and April, we had a pilot test that we did at 10 installations that included installations in the United States, which included Alaska and Hawaii, and then also in Germany, so that we would practice it in an OCONUS environment. Uh, we did that for about a month. Uh, we had 450 users, and we learned a couple of main things from that test, and one was that it seemed too much like a shopping app. It was a little too AFES heavy. And so we, we went back and we re rebalanced the information there that was about, uh, you know, that provided information and facilitated access to MCOM and MWR facilities as much as, as the exchange. And so we also, we also learned that we needed to communicate more with garrison commanders who really, at the end of the day, are our primary customers. And we, we brought them in and we did another focus group with those leaders. And from there, we have added certain capabilities to the app. We've enhanced its ability to message directly with people in the community. We've added COVID information, relevant up-to-date COVID information. We also have a new capability that's in addition to the push notifications capability that we had originally, 
we added a new capability based on those garrison commanders input to have a free form announcement section so that they could reach out and give real up-to-date announcements about important things that were happening on the garrison. For example, if it's August 18th as it is today and it's 100 degrees out and the air conditioning goes out and the CDC and a garrison commander needed to know every, notify everybody on the installation to come pick up their children if they had them there, then that'd be an example of that capability. So as you kind of alluded to before, one, one advantage here is that since it is an enterprise capability, you've got the same look and feel every time you PCS, probably unless you're going to a joint base. What happens there? So good question. Um, because the, the app operates off APIs from networks that we in the Army operate, if a joint base is run by the Army or run by MCOM, us, then it, it is in the app. For example, Joint Base Lewis-McCord run by the Army, so they've got a, they're represented completely in the app. When, uh, when joint bases are run by other services, and then and those services are represented on uh, website networks that we don't own, they are not represented. Scott Malcolm is Director of Public Affairs for Army Installation Management Command. You can find this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.